We are duck hunting fanatics. Knee deep in the duck blind. If it flies, it dies. Only duck hunting fanatics know what it feels like to see a brightly colored Drake Mallard cup its wings and soar towards your decoys. It's what we do and it's what we love. Duck hunting fanatics with boots on the ground, eyes in the skies reports. And we get it from professional duck guides all across the country. We interview them for their top tips and tricks from their years of experience from the duck hunting blind. This is Duck Hunting Fanatics, and this is Eric Wilkes. What's the single most important factor to a successful hunt, in your opinion? I know we've touched on it before, but once again, uh, scouting, hands down. I mean, to be successful day in, day out, scouting. I mean, that's how I live and die by my outfitter business. Um, once again, there's nothing like being where the birds want to be. So scouting, scouting, and more scouting is the most successful tip and consistency to harvest and be successful day in, day out. Well, there you have it right there, folks. Uh, once again, Eric Wilkes here with Duck Hunting Fanatics, and I have Bo Davis from Bo's Outdoors on the line with me here. Bo, what are you seeing out in the field this week? Well, we've had some warmer temperatures, so as far as the ducks are going, they're definitely, you know, first light, and then about that last half hour or so, we've been in the mid-40s, we even got into close to 50 yesterday, so being a little bit warmer, they're feeding later, and um, you know, just waiting kind of on that good next cold front for them to get a uh, little more predictable in the pattern of them. So we've had uh, a few more ducks move in. Saw some migrators um, when I was uh, up in Nebraska uh, this weekend, so that was good to see. I know South Dakota is getting pretty cold this week, so hopefully we'll get some more to come on in. Yeah, should should really start pushing them south. I know here in Wisconsin, most of our seasons uh, are over. We've got the goose season still in, but uh, pretty much over this last week, all of our duck seasons have uh, uh, sort of diminished and ended, and everything has been pushed south. So I would venture to say, you know, that cold front that came through, you should definitely start seeing some new, some more ducks here anytime mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely. Yeah, we, uh, we're we currently in the split right now. Uh, it opens back up December 19th. So 
it could be a really good thing. Sometimes it burns us because it gets really cold and pushes them out. But, you know, maybe this year it will be smiled upon and uh, they'll get to rest and get settled in and we start hitting them hard again on the 19th. Yep, and that's part of it, right? That's why they call it hunting, right, and not killing. We're not just going out and, and killing to, to go kill all the time. We, we we have to hunt, and we have to be out there. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like you said, uh, you got to be smiled up on, and everything has to align just right. And It doesn't always happen, but, you know, we, we keep on hunting anyways because it's what we love to do. That's exactly right, because, man, if you would just limit out every time you went, you would honestly get bored. You know, wouldn't have the near excitement or challenge to it or just the experience of it. I mean, so getting out, putting in your time, putting in work, spending with good friends, family, clients, customers, buddies, whatever it may be, um, that really is what it's all about. For sure. Well, What's your top tip for all the weekend warriors out there that are fighting for spots on, on public land? Yeah, just the piggyback scouting. I mean, especially where it's heavy pressure and, you know, just like anything, if you can go deeper and farther than the average guy, um, you know, you're going to set yourself apart from most people. Um you know, I know time is limited for a lot of guys on weekends, but once again, if you could just dedicate saying, Hey, I got Saturday, Sunday available. I'm going to go um, just out Saturday morning and see what's doing and can drive around the rest of the day or even take Saturday and sacrifice that and scout and see where people are. And then, you know, maybe there's a hole somewhere where somebody's not and maybe you can get there in the afternoon or just be geared up and just ready to go, you know, hard at it Sunday morning. Um Scouting is just absolutely critical. It is just, it goes from making, you know, a difficult hunt to really, really just for even the weekend where the guy just getting started that if you're in the right place and got some decoys out there, you know, some ducks are going to be, eh, it's not quite right. And others are going to be like, well, hey, this is where the party was. You know, we're going to come back there. So you know, scouting is just absolutely critical. For sure. You know, you can't can't stress that enough. I mean, that's that's just that's the essence of of a successful hunt. Uh, and speaking of public land, you know, what's the what's the best public land in in your neck of the woods? We're very limited on our water out here. We have very few reservoirs. Um we have some on the front range and then down south, but uh mainly for us you know, the rivers are key and the og ponds are ponds, but they're also very difficult because of the amount of people and pressure that they're usually leased. If not, we have some good opportunities on the South Platte River that our, uh, our parks and wildlife has leased long term. And once again, um, you know, especially in the colder, uh, weather and as far as in the months of December and January, the river is usually thing open. So if you can put some time in um, and probably go farther than the average man, uh, there's definitely some stuff out um, in eastern Colorado along the river, if you're willing to travel, that there are definitely ducks on. Um, once again, it's finding where they're at and how many are in the area. And once again, if you could go ahead and kind of time it with weather, that's really going to help out your cause on trying to be on the river. Um Finding a place where they're obviously when it's, like I was saying, everything else is frozen up and the river's only water and if there's some cornfields nearby, 
um, that stretch is what I would key in and focus on. Right, right. Makes all makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I, I know most guys are going to say, you know, the duck call is the number one tool that you can't leave home and head to the blind without. But what's the number two item that you can't leave without? Number two is my decoys, flocked head decoys and having all the same kind. I know as anybody just getting started, you'll have mix and matches, but with duck decoys these days, they're pretty reasonable. And as anything, and me, up until even a few years ago, and I've been doing this for 15 years, is just for Christmas or gifts. I get gift cards or I just, you know, say I want a new bag or these decoys. And, um, you know, so where the little more expensive stuff, um, save your money up, save your gift cards, and try and get you a good flocked head duck decoy and all the same. Um, that way it just is trying to put yourself in the best position possible that when those ducks do come in, that they look natural as possible. Um, so if you could spend a little bit more money on some decoys, for me, that's in my bag is definitely having good decoys. Mm-hmm. Well, and so what is it about the flockhead decoy that you like the most compared to all the other just brands, seems... compared to all the other brands that are out there? Yeah, I personally run Avian X. Um, I've, um, been fortunate enough to meet Fred Zink and my little brother has, um, done some videos with him and stuff. And my father got to with him and is a very good guy and just very reputable as far as where he came from and what he's doing. With that design, you know, he's very, he is a hunter. And for any of the decoys, somebody that has that passion behind it, very realistic. And also the flock heads just, you know, really gives you that non-shining factor. And if you look at them on the river, it really emulates, you know, a mallard's head. Um, instead of having a bright, almost, you know, off-color green, that dark green that their head looks like, that flocking on those heads really gives you, in my opinion, the most uh, realistic aspect um, when they're on water. And so that's why I run those specifically. Okay, cool. Right on. No, thanks for sharing. I know a lot of guys, we get a lot of, a lot of questions. and. Uh, I know they'll find some good value in in what you're using, and and you know thanks so thanks for sharing why you're using it. Uh, what's your favorite duck species you've either harvested or would like to harvest? I've been pretty fortunate. I've killed a lot of ducks. Um, probably the funnest for me is teal. We have some incredible spots that, um, due to my background and crop consulting and stuff where we get these little lagoons and some cornfields that flooded if we get a lot of rain and the teal come out in this area and just having those things scream in there and come over the corn or for any area um they're just most acrobatic and so just you know when they want in they want in and having them whistle and just cut that wind when they're coming in especially in big groups um, I absolutely love shooting those, and to me, I think they're the best eating duck there is. So we'd love to make some duck gumbo. A buddy gave me a recipe out of Louisiana, and that's always good. Or the good duck poppers, taking teal and wrapping them in bacon, jalapeno, cream cheese is um, just all around fun and really good to eat. Yeah, there you go. That's that's my favorite. Wrapping them with cream cheese, bacon, and, and a jalapeno—they're always uh, you can you can never go wrong with that. And there's all kind of meat you can mix in with that too, not just not just ducks. That's right. Uh, and, and it's always good. But uh, you know, Bo, 
thank you again for your time. We we do certainly appreciate it. Uh, tell everybody how they can book a hunt with you. Uh, yeah, so you can go to www.bowsoutdoors.com or you can email me at bowsoutdoors at gmail.com or you can give me a call at any time at 720-320-2313 and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Bows Outdoors. Awesome, and I know uh, we'll be sharing sharing your uh, links to your website as we do our posts out on Facebook and we'll be tagging your Facebook page so everyone look for that as well. Uh, Bo, once again, appreciate your time. Everybody, if you're going to be booking a, a hunt with Bo, make sure you mention Duck Hunting Fanatic so he knows that uh, uh, where you came from and how you found him. And make sure to go out to bowsoutdoors.com or email Bo at bowsoutdoors at gmail.com. Make sure you, if you're willing to travel to Northeast Colorado, give Bo a call. Get out there, visit him, and book a hunt. We thank you so much for your time and listening in. Everyone have a great day, have a great weekend, and shoot straight. You've been listening to Duck Hunting Fanatics. Boots on the ground, eyes in the sky migration report. On each show, we go knee deep in the duck blind and we talk to professional duck guides from all over the country. We interview them and get their top tips and tricks from their years of experience. We talk about everything duck hunting, applications for hunting over small spreads, hunting with decoys, the top five UTV accessories, shotgun accessories, duck decoys, anything and everything gear and apparel. To contact us when we're not doing a show, go to the website at duckhuntingfanatics.com. Find us on Facebook and YouTube at Duck Hunting Fanatics. We'll see you next time.